0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill.
0: Indeed. Welcome back. We'll talk a little baseball coming up at the top of the final hour of the show. Then we'll get back into the NFL breakdown, Ryan's division, the uh, the NFC East. Then we'll talk about my Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West before we get out of here. But right now, I'm going to take you into a twist and dark place, my friend. Let's go inside the mind of the machine. Some random thoughts, our final segment here of hour number two. Before we get too far into my mind, on Saturday... I, uh, I did something I've never done before. I went up in a hot air balloon and I gotta tell you, I don't think I ever want to do it again. And I know a lot of people when they talk about, you know, like, um, exhilarating things, that's not really one of them. They talk about skydiving or bungee jumping or pair. Dude, I was sweating bullets, not just because I was nervous. Because I was getting in a basket that was propelled by a flame with one person that if something happened to him or her, it ended up being her. She was great. We were just going to float off into the abyss. But, dude, it was hot. I'm talking hotter than Fair Fawcett in a forest fire hot. Like, it was hot, dude. I was stripping down the entire time. So, I don't know if you've ever done it or not, but uh, I'm going to cross that one off my list.
2: Yeah, I've never done it. It's not, it's not on my to-do list. I uh... – that that couldn't have been your idea, right? But how did that all play out? No.
0: No, no, yeah. that was the girl's idea and she said, "Hey, I think I got this set up for." Her. And I feel like she was trolling me because she knows I'm scared of heights. Ultimately, it wasn't even the height, it was the hot that bothered me. It was the heat. Like the heat dude, it was so so hot up there, but it was, you know, somewhat enjoyable once I got rid of the nerves. My problem with the whole hot air, hot air balloon is this. It feels like almost everything in our lives, technology advances, you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing looks the same as it did 20 or 30 years ago. You got an airplane 20 or 30 years ago, 40 years, you could smoke cigarettes and you're wearing a suit. Now you get on and there's a little digital thing in front of you and our phones work. Everything changes except for two things that I can figure. Hot air balloons, it's the same thing. Hot air balloons, the exact same thing. And fireworks. On July 4th, coming up a month from now, you're going to find that tent out in the middle of nowhere. You're going to buy some black cats and some of those rockets. It's the same thing. Right? The technology hasn't advanced. <laughs> anyway, let me jump off my high horse here. Uh, Scotty Pippen, you've heard of him, says that Michael Jordan, quote, was a horrible player before he got there. Now, anybody that knows the story, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan played together forever. Right now, Scotty Pippen's ex wife is dating Michael Jordan's son. So there's probably a little bit of awkward weirdness there. Let me throw some numbers out right before I get your thoughts on this. Scotty Pippen averaged. 16.1 points per game. If you would have asked me before I did the research, I would have said like 20 a game. 16.1 a game, and you're a top 50 all-time player? Get out of here. Anyway, your thoughts on uh Scottie Pippen saying Michael Jordan was a horrible player before he arrived.
2: Yeah, the guy is just bitter. He's just an angry, an angry old man right now. I, I, I don't what it what what happened, right? Like why is he so pissed off about the the last dance. I think it's just another thing that, you know, he's jealous uh, about Michael Jordan. I, I, I don't know, but I saw a clip from the last dance where Jordan says, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing. There is no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen, Scottie Pippen. I owe everything to Scottie Pippen. Right. So like he said that in the documentary, what, what is Pippen? So, so angry about,
0: Do you think we're going to come to find out that Clay Thompson and Steph Curry really don't like each other and this is just like an act Because growing up. I remember watching those guys at my aunt Rochelle's house on those old school TVs that sat on the floor those big box ones when Jordan and Pippen were playing and I was convinced those guys were like Batman and Robin like Mario and Luigi I thought they were best friends and now it comes down that not only do they not really get along that well but now. They're literally, you you got the words right, bitter. I mean, for Scottie Pippen, and it's look, it's got to be a little bit awkward for Pippen because every time somebody talks about him, the first thought is Michael Jordan. So, like, that has to kind of suck. But then again, the truth is, Scottie Pippen is probably not a top 200 NBA player. How many players right now in the league average 16 points a game that we don't talk about? I think, like, Michael Porter Jr. averages 16 points a game, but... He got to play with the best of all time, so he got talked about a lot. I don't understand not only the bitterness, but shouldn't he be thanking his lucky stars that he got a chance to play with that guy? It's like
2: you know, if uh, George Costanza is you know bitter at Jerry Seinfeld, it's like, dude, right. you're you're the you're the running mate on the greatest show of all time. You're you know, it's like being the the drummer <laughs> or uh, the guitar player in the greatest band of all time. Is so many examples, right? Like, so like, what do you? Dude, you need to be sucking up to him. You need to be, you know, bowing every time Michael Jordan uh, and his name is, is mentioned in your presence, dude. It's, I, I think, you know, the one thing that the documentary really gave such great insight on, among many, is the Scottie Pippen contract. And that's my best guess as to why he's so bitter. It's just like he knew he was talented. He knew he could have cashed in. Uh, and he screwed up and signed that signed the deal with the devil And he lost hundreds of millions of dollars because of it. That's my only explanation.
0: I could see that. Uh, I got another weird one for you. There's a passenger that opened the door on an Asiana Air flight 700 feet above landing. Did you see that? Now, the craziest part to me was the footage that they showed from the inside. Like, most of the people look like I would, which is you check your seatbelt, right? Like, that's the first thing. Make sure that you're strapped in. And then you grasp both of those handles next to you and you pray no matter what religion or how religious you are those are the moves to make in that situation you saw the same video i did there's a dude sitting basically right where the door is open who looks calmer than a cucumber he is just chilling like cory Dillon on penicillin while his flight had the door open 700 feet above the runway i don't know about you my guy but that's time to panic Dude, absolutely, and it's it's crazy when I saw this story because every time I'm on a
2: plane, right, like I'm a bigger guy, I always try and offer myself up to, uh, if I don't book it oh, ahead sure. of time, the exit row, right? Because I like that's that extra move. room. You know, it's the cheap version of, of first class. So, you know, that's right. that's, that's the move. But uh, every anytime I'm sitting in that row, I'm like, man, I, I you know, there's a lot of power here, right? I mean, you have a lot of power just just to the left of us or right of us. And yeah, they can't, I think they have to do something about that because I, I'm not okay with, uh, you know, some clown idiot um, sitting in that row, AKA me with the capability of opening up the plane's door. It's not, it's, it's not okay, dude.
0: I think I have an on the fly solution. So you know how a lot of people aren't paying attention when they're doing the thing that we've all seen plenty of times at a flight where they're showing you where the safety exits are and the lights and how to use the seatbelt when the mask drop down and all that. Let that still happen unless you're in the row that you're talking about and then have somebody come up and whisper like a little code like hey, if if we need to open this door just so you know it's 4235 but don't let anybody else know. You know what I'm saying? Just to like make sure that we've got so, if there is another crazy person back in the back row that forever, I don't know if he wanted to smoke a cigarette, wanted some fresh air, was just over it. I don't know what the deal was, but we can't have <laughs> that. Anyway, we move on. Um, all five American League teams right now are over 500. If you were to bet right now, how many of those teams actually end up in the playoffs? Right now, four of the five teams, go figure, according to Bet MGM, have better odds to make the playoffs than to miss, everybody except for Boston.
2: Yeah, it's it's um, it's crazy how successful the, that division has been so far from top to bottom, right? Like, you look at the NL East and, you know, with the Phillies and Braves and Mets, Marlins, you know, Nats. You, you go into this year and you say, man, this division is like the best in baseball, top to bottom. But, uh, yeah, it's your point. It's the AL East. I don't know. I, I, I think... Two or three? I don't, I don't see how, how any more than two, realistically. But I mean, three is obviously very possible. But I, I'd probably I'd probably go with two. I don't know. Oh, who's man, your? Think, who's your? I, think,
0: I, I think three. I, I, I can give you three. But the Tampa's a lock, right? We agree with that. Tampa's yeah. so good at home, it's ridiculous. It's not supposed to matter that much, home or road, a little bit. But uh, compared to other sports, baseball home field advantage doesn't mean nearly as much. It does with Tampa. Right now, they're on pace to have the best home record in the history of baseball. They're 26 and six at the crib. And then you got Baltimore, who I don't think enough people are talking about, right? We knew that they were young. We knew that they were good. We knew they had that fun run toward the end of last year, but they never had really big expectations. Everybody thought they were still a couple of years away. And the fact the Rays are so good that nobody's been talking about them. Yo, Baltimore's 34 and 19, right? That is the second best record in the entire American League only behind Tampa Bay that's the fourth best record in all of baseball and I feel like nobody's really talking about them right now they're four games back you know when people are going to start to talk about the Orioles and I'm not saying this is going to happen if they were to catch Tampa somehow because everybody's talking about Tampa and how good they are how good they are at home how they're going to finally go out there small market team win the World Series if the Orioles actually catch them right then everybody's going to be talking about Baltimore
2: Oh, absolutely. But I'm not, I'm not banking on Baltimore to, to continue this, right? Like, listen, once again, it's May, it's May. This is, this is the time when Baltimore can shine, right? There's a lot of baseball left to be played. And for me, I see Tampa, I see the Yankees uh, and and those are the two teams that I'm confident are going to make the postseason. Could I see a third? Absolutely. Could I see Baltimore? Could I see Toronto? Um, You know, I could, there's a lot more baseball still ahead of us, but I'm, you know, where I'm putting my money right now, it's it's going to be Tampa Bay, and it's going, to be, uh, it's going to be the Yankees.
0: I'm looking at the standings right now, and it feels like literally everybody in the American League, because you're right, we're wrapping up May. It's still very early, has at least a puncher's chance. Those teams in the American League Central, I mean, I suppose even my Royals, man, they stink. They're 16 and 38, but they're only 11 and a half games back. So in theory, it feels like everybody still has plenty of time, unless you're called the Oakland A's. 10 and 45, 24 and a half games back, a 182 winning percentage, minus 199 run differential, and they've lost, count it, 11 games in a row. By the way, they just gave the two thumbs up to them moving to Las Vegas. So I laugh just so I don't cry because, damn, like, if that was my team, that'd be awful. Well, it's actually, it's kind of, you can talk about it from the outside, how much they suck and how they're going to lose maybe 130 games this year. But the way that it's going down for Oakland, that was a proud franchise not that long ago. Your division leaders right now. We talked about Tampa, Minnesota leading the Central, Atlanta leading the National League East. Right, Phillies 25 and 28, better pick it up. Milwaukee 28 and 25, leading the way in the Central, and the Dodgers, no surprise, leading the way out west. Tupac said the West Side is the best side. I think he's right. 32 and 22, the Dodgers. We'll keep talking a little baseball hour number two wrapped up one more hour coming up right here on betql you're locked into the betql network
5: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better